0: Back to the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket and the
1: Ticketfm.com. We are back here on the Ticket Water Cooler ready to talk some Nebraska basketball as the team just keeps getting bigger, just keeps getting better. Uh, and maybe, again, we talked about it the other day uh, when Eulis, uh, Aaron Eulis joined. Maybe it's not the knock-it-out-of-the-park um, you know, you're going to read it around nationally. The Nebraska basketball has one of the top transfer portal classes, but here locally, you've got to feel pretty good about not just the pieces that they're adding, uh, but a little bit of local flavor, which I think is, is great. Josiah Alec coming home for Nebraska used to play, uh, at Lincoln North star, which additional question, I was kind of thinking about it. Mm-hmm. How many North star Athletes I don't know if there's ever been a North Star Nebraska basketball player North Star came out about 2003 I'd have to go back and look exactly
0: Donovan Williams almost Donovan Williams almost then he went to Oklahoma State and now he's at somewhere in California, I believe yeah um, But I don't I think you're right. I don't think anybody's don't gone from North Star and played yeah. in Nebraska
1: Yeah, I don't recall that so maybe so there's that's a the first. first yeah uh, and also, his sister, of course, Becca Alec, plays on the volleyball team. Uh, so very cool for the Alec family. Just thank God they're here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and their dad, uh,
0: their dad said uh, it'll make uh, going to games a lot easier. Travel <laughs> plans, right. travel plans aren't going to have to be as, as uh, difficult.
1: And I think it it is an element. I don't think you you can't force it. I mean, if Lincoln doesn't have a, a you know a prospect that's good enough to, to force him in there, but of course we saw last year with Sam Griesel, um, you know, it was just kind of his his dream coming true. Uh, Josiah Alec, I know I saw an interview with him. He was very um, very much having to take his heart out of it, trying to find the best basketball fit. Mm-hmm. Um, still felt like Nebraska was the place to go, uh, and and so Nebraska adds not just a local Lincoln flavor to it, but uh, a pretty good player as far as at least depth on the front Mm -hmm. lines. And Nebraska looks pretty good with depth on the front line. You might not have Derek Walker. You're not going to have the, was the second team, third team, all big 10 last year. Um, But they do have some pretty good depth there. When you think of Blaze Keita, Breidenbach, Rink Moss, and now Alec, um, you know, there's been years where Nebraska has you know, a center and then a project or a walk on Mm -hmm. behind them, where it's just like, there's no big man depth. Um, I feel pretty good about the big man depth they had. We talk about how you added Uless. Um I think, as a true point guard. Maybe not the starter, maybe not maybe not an all-conference point guard, but at least a guy that you feel mm-hmm. comfortable handling the ball. Um, so those fits kind of work. Eli Rice coming in from IMG Academy. Um, if you can get uh, Tominaga back, of course, that, that raises your ceiling quite a bit. DeMarcus Lawrence to take that next step. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, it, it's not necessarily going to lead the Big Ten preview when BTN goes out there but I think Nebraska basketball feels good not just in that it's in Alec is a one year guy all these other guys were were you know Bryce Williams these guys are two year guys mm-hmm. it feels like a sustainable roster is starting to kind of be put in place as well
0: yeah they're 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 building not only for one year they're building for for future years of Nebraska basketball, they're not looking at, you know, it's one year we have to win right away and then, you know, going on from there. Um, so it, it's it's looking really interesting for Nebraska basketball and with a player like Josiah Alec where it's it adding him and adding Rinkmast um, are not polar opposites, but, but Rinkmast, he can shoot the 3 at a at a pretty high clip. He doesn't shoot it a lot, um but he's pretty pretty solid with that and and inside he's going to hit you more with like post hooks and and you know some fancy footwork in the post whereas Josiah Alec is a lot more athletic, I believe, than than Rinkmast. So, um this last year he didn't shoot. I don't know how, exactly how many threes he shot, but he didn't shoot it particularly well. Fifteen point eight percent for last year. But if you look at the years, the two years prior, uh, thirty six and thirty five percent from three point. Um, and he averaged more points per game, obviously, with that improved three point shot. Granted, he played less games. Um, but he averaged, well, and he was playing in Kansas City. Yeah, so he was he averaging transferred fifteen to New Mexico and twelve last year. Um, So he transferred to New Mexico, but he averaged you know eight points and seven rebounds, which if you know, we're talking about Nebraska men's basketball. Rebounding has been kind of a concern for Nebraska for quite some time because, although you know Derek Walker played an amazing game and 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 you know not to take anything away from him, he wouldn't grab as many rebounds. He was really good at boxing out and and keeping the big away from getting the boards. But in terms of you know everybody else grabbing the boards, it was kind of a concern. So adding you know uh, Josiah Alec and Rinkmast, who in the portal, was considered one of the better rebounders in the portal. Um, Adding two guys like that and hopefully getting a healthy full season out of Blaze Keita, um, you're going to have three guys who are pretty adept at getting boards, and hopefully that'll lead to to, um, more success for Nebraska basketball. But Alec in the post um, is going to be more of a... An athletic big, Um, not in, he he won't be one of those guys where you dump it down low and you're like, okay, go make a move and and, and beat your guy one-on-one. He's going to be one of those guys where probably some backdoor cuts, some lobs. He he is a lob threat. Mm -hmm. That's, and that's something we talked about, I don't know, a couple, a couple months ago where we don't know the last time Nebraska had a guy who would just block shots and catch lobs. I don't know if he's that, you know, blocking shots, but in terms of catching lobs and, and being that kind of big, that's something that Josiah Alec is going to add to the table for Nebraska basketball.
1: Well, and like you said, I mean, six foot eight, he, he can play as big, um, and his his hair is big, so it makes him look even bigger. <laughs> so that that helps out a little. Great bit. Great hair too. in that family. Great hair, uh, and uh, and you know he will be welcome in as one of the best hair guys for. Look, if his uh, sister can,
0: his sister gets up, if, if he can get up as high as his sister can, yeah, he's a lot threat, because <laughs> she she has bounce. So is he, we'll see.
1: Is he uh, maybe not quite uh, Dubio KK, remember him? I do remember Dubio <laughs> KK. <laughs> that guy could bounce. He
0: needs to be much better than Dubio he, KK. He's probably a
1: better basketball player, but man, could that guy.
0: Dubio KK was also a great fouler.
1: <laughs> yes. He had a few blocks, definitely a few fouls, and usually <laughs> a highlight dunk every game. Yeah, every once in a while. That was about like, oh, it. Snap, I mean, not a whole go. lot more than that. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. But uh, that was kind of a fun addition for Nebraska late in the Tim Miles era. Uh, but again, I, I think it's uh, – we You get to a point again. I don't know if you have an All-Big Ten player amongst the group. I think that... Kesei Tamanaga certainly should will be considered and mm-hmm. will probably get preseason recognition uh, with that so I, I kind of take that take that back I think Demarcus Lawrence has it in him if the you know kind of progresses to be that one day um, but again I think that there's going to be some fight for playing time here when I look down when I just name these guys I mean you've kind of got either a, a plan or a visualization visualization that they'll play or kind of what role they're in mm-hmm. but really once you get down to it, there's only about you know maybe eight or nine guys that play Play. So Josiah Alec, Bryce Williams, and Rick Moss, of course, the new guys. Juwan Gary, you know uh, you know, he's got a co- mm-hmm. role coming up. Uh, C.J. Wilcher, William Breidenbach, Blaze Keita, and Aaron Uless. Um Again, guys that have played or you expect to have a role. Mm-hmm. Jamarcus Lawrence, Rommel Lloyd Jr., and Eli Rice. And uh, then there's a, a walk-on that was pretty good by the end of last year by the name of Sam Hoiberg. That is 12th. That's a lot of guys again fighting for, for eight or nine spots and what it's going to do too is give you a lot of versatility with the different kind of bodies that you can throw out there. Again, maybe, maybe they'll not...
0: go maybe they'll go line changes. They'll just <laughs> go they will. one 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 group and the second group. But just everybody switches out at the same time.
1: Yeah. I, I mean that could be. I just I think it's going to be I think it's going to be tough to get minutes on this squad and of course that's going to make it uh, this might be as deep as a Nebraska basketball team as we've seen again, in a, in quite some time I would mm-hmm. have to think.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can't think of a of a team that had twelve players who were going to be. I mean, that's twelve players that played very high minute. Well, aside from Romel Lloyd Jr. last year, but but eleven players who played a decent amount of minutes for whatever college they were at at the Division One level yeah. uh, last season. So that's that's a good problem to have for Fred Hoiberg, though. Um, having guys on the bench who you know you can turn to, hopefully um and and they'll give you solid minutes and solid production uh is is a good problem for fred hoiberg because as you just said in the past you know you look down the bench after your first seven you're like okay now where do we go who who are we going to turn to to get you know if somebody's in foul trouble who are we going to turn to you know to 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 grab boards to to guard this person to score the to score the basket like it, w- it was a problem that Nebraska basketball had, and hopefully this is something that they're not going to have to deal with this next season. Because as you said, you got 12 people, and you're throwing in throwing in Sam Hoiberg. And not to sound rude, like throwing in Sam Hoyberg but the, the walk-on, the guy that you probably least expect to, to play next season, put up some amazing numbers and, and some amazing performances some towards towards year. the end of the season last year. So that's a guy that is definitely going to fight for some playing time.
1: Yeah, it, it 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 I mean this this looks like a pretty good roster and something that Nebraska can kind of improve on um and 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 again has some of the pieces now. You're four deep in the big man, you got your true point guard. That was
0: something we were worried about was the big man rotation. Yeah. And now you got guys who have a lot of different specialties, probably. I think Blaze Keita is, is that rebounding defensive guy. Josiah Alec is the lob threat and Again, defensive wise, I, I think I, I'd have to go back and look, but that's another guy. And all all your bigs can rebound at a high level. And then Wilhelm and Rink are Wilhelm, you need to him to take a step forward, and if he's gonna be that stretch four, stretch five, he's gonna to need to improve that three point shot. Obviously. If he's gonna to continue to shoot it, he needs to make it at a higher rate. And then Rink is Rink is probably your most polished big and probably the guy who's going to start for you. Like I, I think If I told you that rink was starting day one, that wouldn't be a surprise, right? No. Like, that's the guy who you're probably expecting to be that day one starter, and then you're going to fill in the bigs after that. But having this big man depth is, again, as I said earlier, a good problem to have, because last year it was Derek Walker, uh, Blaze Cato was hurt, and Wilhelm Breinbach was inconsistent.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and and I think for guys too, like with the depth that we're talking about, you know, you've had flashes from Brydenbach from from C.J. Wilcher, but they've had a little bit of inconsistency. Um, if you know, it, it, that's going to be a big part of it. If you're going to stay in the rotation this year, it's you know you're going to have to bring it every day. Um, if not, I mean, the, the, again, it's still worth a shot. and See if C.J. has it going because he can put five threes on <laughs> on the board <laughs> at any given day. Um, just hasn't done it consistently or haven't made enough of them and been a factor enough in that way consistently. Um, that you know, still not a bad problem. You could try him out if it's not his night. All right, then we'll, we'll, we've will got other more guys. options. Yeah. Uh, so Nebraska basketball, I'm really excited about, um, and and it kind of changes to, It's kind of funny because Aaron Ulysses the other day we were just kind of talking like ah, it doesn't wow me. And again, I, I I don't think this is a class full of people that absolutely wow you. But it, it's we're talking about fits. Nebraska basketball has had some players under Fred Hoiberg. They just haven't really fit together mm-hmm. uh, for the most part until this past year's team, um, and now. Things are looking up for Nebraska basketball.
0: You've got a good base for Nebraska basketball. You've got a good um, group of guys who, again, although it wasn't the most successful season last year, it was the most successful season that Fred Hoiberg has had as Nebraska's head coach. You finish the season at five hundred. You lose your first-round Big Ten game, unfortunately, um, to to finish at 16 and 17. But you have a good base despite losing three key contributors from last year. Um, the, The guys who transferred out, not to be rude, but but weren't offering as much to the squad as some of the guys that have stayed. So um, to have the guys that did stay and to have them be some constant contributors to the team and then to build around that with the transfers that they've brought in is hopefully going to lead to some more success this next season for, for Nebraska basketball because before, at the end of the season, you saw a mass exodus and a mass entrance for, for the men's team.
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's good to get some consistency from year to year within the roster. And, again, I just, you know, you talk about all this depth, all the excitement. Juwan Gary coming back to be the energizer. Um, I still just love the upside of Jamarcus Lawrence, no mm-hmm. matter how they're going to use him off guard or kind of teach him a little bit more from, from the point. Uh, and then Kese Tamanaga. I'm not kidding when I say I think that's an all-Big Ten type of of guy because, I mean, he's if you're going to put 20 on the board uh, like he was consistently toward the end of last year, I mean, that's, that's what you're talking about there. So, uh, big big year coming up for Husker Hoops. We'll take a break. We'll talk some more Husker sports and just national sports all together uh, with uh, Nick Sanders. who's going to jump in from, uh, from Happy Hour coming up next year on 93.7 The Ticket.